I'm Thomas, I'm joined as always by Ollie. Hello! And today we are looking at Yador, or Your Dinosaurs Are Wrong. Specifically, we're looking at episode 13, very lucky, Pachycephalosaurus. And I said that perfectly. You did, good job. <laughs> Which was something I was fretting about before we before we started this. So I'm happy. Let's let's get started. Um yeah. with the the bone bashy boy the bony skull boy um so we'll go on uh on three mm-hmm. no it will go on go but i'll count down from three three two one go oh okay <laughs> had a bit of a moment there but it seems to have sorted itself figured itself out yeah oh we still got the old <laughs> the old intro that's a good intro Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I love the little warping effect there. That was fun. And there it is. And there it is. So, I do know the name, yeah. We may talk about this. Mm. Hmm. Yes. Again, I don't know when this episode was, so I don't know exactly how advanced we're going to be on this. Very true. Mm-hmm. It's yes, because they were in a bitch flight with each other. <laughs> ah. Well, that's Pog. Checks out. It's even more funny when you realise that armadillo-like creatures were around in America. Yes. Not during the dinosaur era, but during the Ice Age. Yes, I was going to say the Ice Age boy ones. In the genus Troodon, actually. Hmm. That's... In relation to mm-hmm. Stegosaurus is now its own genus again, and Troodon is now dubious, which is sad Always because Troodon way. is Troodon is an interesting name and a cool name, but yeah.
Um. Checks out, checks out. And so began the eternal argument about its head. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Huh. Kind of showed up out of nowhere. It's like, wow. Cool name, by the way. Mm hmm. <laughs> good start, Big good head. start. Big boy. Hmm. Damn. Nope. Oh, damn. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense. Because it's a massive, massive paleo argument. <laughs> J-neck. Gotcha, gotcha. Long tail. Bernie Rods, Bernie Rods. Speedy Boy. Pachycephalosaurus is potentially one of the primary prey items of young tyrannosaurs. And young uh -huh. Tyrannosaurs run very fast. Mm. We know they run very fast. They do not swim very fast. No. Well, they, those were a bit too young. They were ha those were <laughs> just out of hatchling stage. Mm, yeah. What little dance he was doing there. Yeah. <laughs> Too thick, Nick. Basically, the sense. weirdest type of dinosaurs. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I 
The only reason theropods aren't weirder is because we are familiar with the weirdest members of the theropods lineage today. Uh... In front. This will become important later. <laughs> the nose. No beak. All Marjus salians have beaks. Yeah. Oh, checks out. Also, all Lord Physicians, I suppose, as well, to be fair. Mm hmm. Pog. <laughs> I love I love that little comment. That's Draco Rex, but that won't matter in a minute. Hmm. Paying lip service to the biggest controversy with this animal. Ah. It has a boop snoot. A boop snoot. Here we go. Stiggy <laughs> Moloch you would have seen in the uh, Jurassic Park series. Yes. Speaking of Jurassic Park, Horner was involved with that. I was going to say, I feel like I've heard that name attached to it. Yeah, because you probably have heard it as well because I don't like him very much. That was it. For many he's, reasons. He's the guy who did the. Th Thing, yes. Yes, for many reasons, mostly relating to T-Rex, and yes. also the fact that he is a closeted paedophile, but that's unrelated to his work. Though mm. so it is obviously still awful. Yes. We're going to talk about the other big one now. <laughs> this is in the deep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, this is in... Uh, we'll talk about this in this, because this is uh, out, sure. of, out of date now.
Yeah. Well, it's a new unique type of dancer here. Hmm. Oh. Closing of uh, the uh, Inland Sea in America, mm-hmm. which led to um, North America actually forming as Laramidia and Appalachia connected together at the very end of the Cretaceous. Nice. Very, very end, that is. Hmm. Intriguing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll leave it there. We shall. So, yeah, the Pachycephalosaurus and indeed its family are weird. Mm. They're weird creatures, okay? They show up at the end of the Cretaceous. There is yep. no ancestor older than the Middle Cretaceous. Intriguing. And the only ancestor that we have in the Middle Cretaceous is so incomplete that it's basically useless. Huh. We know that Margophysalians, and specifically Ceratopsians, are old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are Jurassic dinosaurs. They start as Jurassic dinosaurs. They start very small in the Jurassic. And they start in China. Um, which is why when people are like Ceratopsians are in mostly North American lineage, I start laughing because that's funny. No, they're not. They are a mostly Northern Hemisphere um, animal out, group, yeah. but they started in Asia and the vast majority of their biodiversity remained in Asia. It's just they were all small. Mm. Um, small, generalist, potentially even predatory. That's been something that's been theorized quite often now. Um, and the large ones only really developed in North America, which is why you, you hear that it's, why it's most, so, most commonly associated with North America these days, because they've got the big ones there. Uh, but for most of their history, they're small generalists in Europe, Asia, and North America, or the various island continents that will eventually become North America. Right, okay. Um, and we have that lineage. We... we all of these various offshoots of um, of ceratopsians there. Mm. So it makes sense. Pachycephalosaurs, no. <laughs> if they are in the position that they're currently placed in, they would have had to have separated before the very first ceratopsians. Sure, yeah. Okay, which means we're looking at Middle Jurassic, which is already a bit of a pain, because Middle Jurassic is difficult to actually... Uh, we don't have a lot of fossils from Middle Jurassic um, when compared to early and late Jurassic, uh, oh, particularly late okay. Jurassic. Mm-hmm. So, and we would expect them to start showing up as like exceedingly basal forms in the late Jurassic, but we have nothing. And we have nothing in the, in the early Cretaceous. We have one specimen in the mid Cretaceous. 
and they only truly show up in force in the latest Tatius. Quite funny. Um, so weird creatures in that regard. Mm-hmm. Second interesting point, and the biggest debate about them: Stiggy Moloch and Draco Rex. So Jack Horner and another fella who he mentioned there. This is one of at the time Jack Horner's stupid contradictory theories mm. that he threw out because Jack Horner likes to throw out random contradictionary, you know, counterflow theories like Torvosaurus and Triceratops being the same genre and T-Rex being a scavenger and raptors running around in packs being able to take down massive hadrosaurs 20 times their weight. This is the type of thing that he tends to come up with. This particular theory is weird because he actually might have stumbled onto something that is correct. Ah. Because it's complicated, but the horn arrangements in all three match exactly. The number of teeth in all three match exactly. Um, There's no obvious anatomical differences like there is in Triceratops, where and, Tor- and Taurosaurus, because in Taurosaurus you have like holes in the uh, frill, which is prototypical of all Ceratopsians, whereas in Triceratops you have no holes. And the, it's why the argument sort of falls apart for those two. But there's nothing like that in mm-hmm. those creatures. It's just the difference is the skull orientation changes so massively. Yeah, and the theory sense. goes that the larger spikes on Dracorex, the youngest form, would be useful in defense of its head, the most dangerous part, the most vulnerable part of the animal, um, from their main predator in the environment, which would probably be either Dakota Raptor or young Tyrannosaurs. Sure. Both of which potentially would be able to outrun it, at least mm-hmm. under in a short distance. Um, yeah. And you see throughout the the things going into Steve Moloch, the horns are still there, but they're getting smaller, and the dome is getting larger. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Pachycephalosaurus, the adult form, the yeah. dome is at its largest, the spikes are at its smallest. So, and the reason behind that is they're now five meters long. In general, Tyrannosaurus. We have to sort of always talk about Tyrannosaurus a little bit, um, but Tyrannosaurus enters that sort of size scale and then they have a massive growth spurt where they go from being this sort of fast lean uh pursuit predator into this massive ambush predator and at that point they can't really catch a pachycephalosaurus it's going to be way faster than them ah okay so they're at less of a threat um they're not wholly defenseless against a, a young Tyrannosaur at that sort of size. I mean, it still probably could take them down. Mm. But it'd have to be a bit more smart about how it went about it, and it'd probably, like all predators, be looking for older individuals or younger individuals who, as we've already discussed, have the extra protection at the back of the head where they're likely to get attacked by these types of creatures. And they don't really have to fear anything larger because adult tyrannosaurs prevent the sort of middle predator role from growing up because they occupy that role as they grow when as they get to their maximum maximum youth no that's what as they reach the end of their youth 
and then yeah. they very quickly transition into becoming the big hulking adults um and mm. from what we've seen of the models actually recently they don't actually stay that long as adults they tend to die off fairly quickly after becoming an adult so you get maybe one or two mating seasons as a t-rex and then you die yeah t-rex life history is weird <laughs> um and certain specimens are incredible that we have like stan and sue are really incredible because of their age because under that uh, that diagram that we have for for t-rex survival rates and growth stages yeah they are massively out of alignment with where most of the other t-rex skeletons we have are but this is not about t-rex it's about pachycephalosaurus in general, the consensus is that they are now synonymous, although it is now believed that Stiggy Moloch might have a way to continue surviving as opposed to just being a synonym with Pachycephalosaurus. We think there might be two species of Pachycephalosaurus now, and if that is mm. the case then Stiggy Moloch's species name will be given to the new species because Stiggy Moloch actually does not exist at the same exact strat like area as Pachycephalosaurus um, adults that we have. So the theory goes that Pachycephalosaurus wyomiensis, the main species, is a later species, and Stigimoloch is the juvenile stage of a younger species. Um... Huh. And we know this because we have found like skull fragments from that era, which we thought were Pachycephalosaurus wyomiensis, but they're sort of different in phonology. Um, and Dracorex is found throughout both of these time periods, so one could assume that Dracorex is just a juvenile form wherever it's found. Sure, um, yeah. So there's a lot of complication going on there. There's a lot of more research that needs to be done, but possibly two species and probably all synonymous. Mm -hmm. uh, the other main argument which you bring up was the headbutting argument at the time yes. and this is another thing that Jack Horner actually had a theory on uh, and this one was far less successful than his literally only successful theory so far mm -hmm. um, the argument was that they couldn't headbutt they'd been depicted as headbutting in Jurassic Park uh, several papers were done on it, and they came back with the conclusion that no, actually, they couldn't. Because what would happen is they'd end up breaking the skull. The skull wasn't reinforced enough, their brain would get hurt. Some people yeah. even went so far as to say if they did this, it would kill mm -hmm. both both of the uh, charges. Uh, there right. was a documentary at the time. I think, was it dinosaur when dinosaurs roamed America? There's a documentary I watched anyway, which which showed this where the Pachycephalosaurids like did that, and then both of them died instantly, and it was kind of funny. Um, that is now less certain. In fact, the headbutting theory has almost sort of begun to come back, um, and the reason is we're finding lesions on Pachycephalosaurid skull fragments, which are indicating of direct head combat, head to head combat. Mm -hmm. Um. The stuff about scraping side to side is still fairly valid, but the idea is going now that there probably was some headbutting, whether that was full-on ram-like headbutting, 
or whether that was sort of put your head together and then push up mm-hmm. for, for debate. But there's there's some sort of headbutting going on. There's definitely head combat going on. And as he also said, there's no reason why it couldn't have been brightly coloured as well. Um, and I believe that's covered the gap when it comes to Pachycephalosaurids. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not really much else to talk about other than how weird they are Gee. and how they just sort of they're one of the few remaining dinosaur groups that just sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Even Ferrazinosaurids even at this point have representatives stretching back into the Jurassic that just all of a sudden appeared. It's like, whoa, what, who are these guys? Why are they here? Similar sort of thing, actually, for um, South American nodosaurs. Um, well, not nodosaurs, um, Parankylosaurs, which was only discovered last year. Um, just sort of randomly came out of nowhere. And now we mm. also know that there were nodosaurs from North America in South America at the time. So, no idea what's going on there. Um, there's probably going to be a big revision to uh, Ankylosauria coming up. I can feel it. Particularly mm. if we keep on discovering random Ferrophosalians just in the southern continents with no no easy place to put them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll leave it there. Um, I've said my mm. piece, basically. You can say, what do you think of it, Ollie? I, was, I mean, it's yeah, it's kind of crazy how you know it's it's just complicated and things. Yeah, we we lose stuff, so now we don't know how stuff existed sometimes, and then we do, and then it's it it is very different to to most other scientific methods. And obviously, you've got theories that are getting proved and disproved in in all areas of science. But it's interesting how it how it you know comes across from uh, mm-hmm. this, yeah. But um, yeah, it's certainly, certainly interesting. Uh, so we'll leave this one here. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cabincast. For more episodes, go to www.cabincast.podbean.com or use the Podbean app. You can now also find us on iTunes and Pocket Casts under Cabincast and on YouTube. Finally, you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.